Mike check. One, two, one, two. Look, I've been doing these simplified opens now. Oh, I'll go back to doing them. But around WrestleMania time, we need to talk business about the WWE. I am your host of this podcast, Dietrich Davis. My co-host, Mark Morrell, is working on other content on this very same podcast. And I think it's time that we brought our voices back together and put on one episode. We've been trying to keep this going throughout the whole COVID period, making sure you guys are getting entertained and getting your double dosage of wrestlers with experience. But it's time to go back to the original format and then also keep the reg- everything else going with the individual episodes. Because it's like sports coverage. Sometimes you got two writers on the show and then you got individual sports coverage on certain topics and we keep moving forward. But like I said, I am your co-host, Dietrich Davis, and my co-host, Mark Morrell, one half. We are, we, are, we are both one half of the most illustrious tag team in podcasting history, and that is the Wrestlers With Experience podcast. With that being said, this particular episode, I want to talk about something that we all understand. You don't have to be an insider in the business of wrestling or in the business of entertainment. You don't have to know all of the details of how a company works to understand this particular topic. And as you can see by the title that I choose, we're going to be talking about wrestlers' salaries and what is the worth of a WWE wrestler in 2021. There was there are such there are imaginary lines. Me and Mark talked about this and we debated about this. And paying your dues is imaginary in the business of professional wrestling. See, it's easy to use a sports line to trick the men and women who are inspiring to get into this company or get into the business of professional wrestling to be able to get you at your lowest common denominator. See, in the NFL, you would have had to play football your whole life. And wrestling you could have learned how to wrestle six weeks ago and be in the main event of any wrestling event, including the WWE. Now, a lot of you right now are going, Dietrich, that's bullshit. You can't do it. Ask Lawrence Taylor, six weeks of training, and he was the main event of WrestleMania 11. That is your first African-American who main evented WrestleMania. Lawrence fucking Taylor versus Bam Bam Bigelow for no title. Boom. Oh, you want to know someone else who did it? Tiny Lister, a.k.a. Debo. Oh, he main evented a few wrestling cards for the WWE. He didn't even have true wrestling training about a month worth for training a pair of black tights and a z put into the side of his head to go get a role for a movie and he almost main evented wrestlemania ladies and gentlemen and he said he made millions with the mcmahons Where's the paying your dues element that you sad, pathetic motherfuckers have been sold about this business? It's an imaginary system. Let me tell you something amazing Mike Tyson told me to my face. 
We're from the same neighborhood, Brownsville. Got to meet him one time. You want to know what Mike Tyson told me? He goes, oh, that sex before boxing thing, yo, that's all made up. It's a way of control. It's just a way so that they can keep control of you before you go into it. Isn't that amazing? It doesn't destroy your stamina. It was just a way to control you. This is how we know this is 100% true. Because Floyd Mayweather fucks before every fight and has not lost a fight. What does that tell you? There is a lot of imaginary brass rings that is handed to the future stars of professional wrestlers. People get mad at Brock Lesnar and his $125,000 a Raw and $475,000 a pay-per-view and probably triple that on a WrestleMania. But see, Brock's smarting up. He left the business because he knew he wasn't getting his financial value for the work that he was putting in. See, once you learn your worth, then either you're going to get what you're worth and more. Or the person that you tell that you're worth something to all of a sudden doesn't want to do fucking business with you. Wrestling is fake. It is in the world of entertainment. You must know your value. I have lots of friends who have wrestled for people that have paid other wrestlers and did not pay them. When you go into the NFL, you get what you negotiate. When you go into your business for yourself, you get what you you negotiate. These people are not employees with WWE. Your contract is a partnership with WWE. You file a 1099 form. You are not an employee. You have a contract with a company to do business to represent a character. You know how I know a lot of you don't know what a WWE contract looks like because a lot of you never had one in your hands. I have. And the first thing that you would learn is that you got to know your worth when you're going into this WWE negotiating deal. You got to know your value. And it's pretty fucking sad that some wrestlers don't know their value. But you get sold on the idea. These are, these are ladies and gentlemen, I'm about to tell you a key words to the business of entertainment, not just professional wrestling. You got to know your worth. You got to know your future. Number one, you got to know your worth. Number two, you got to know your future worth. Number three, you got to know how long you can maintain what you're doing. Number four, you must, you got to know when you will reach your limit and when you cannot produce at the level that you feel you deserve, that you can get to. And you got to have an out plan. If you got signed by WWE tomorrow, you got to have an exit plan the day after. But a lot of people get into the world of sports, football, baseball, basketball, NFL, NHL, and they don't know how to exit these things because they think it lasts forever. And unfortunately, the way they swing the imaginary brass ring in the WWE over every talent's head is not designing you to be prepared for tomorrow. I want you guys to sit back and 
listen to what I say. WWE is a multi-billion dollar corporation. I should have had this up on the screen already. Net worth of WWE. As of 2020, it is a $5.71 billion corporation. We're not even talking about the other billion dollars that they added on this year with their deal, with their deal that they signed with the Peacock Network. We're also not gonna talk about the fact that the WWE championships are selling at 500%. We're talking about $300, $400, dollars a pop. That means at any time, maybe 2,000 belts are bought a day from the WWE. Oh, we don't know the quarterly earnings just yet because we're still in the first quarter of 2021. But we're now looking at, now let's say a 6.71, let's round it off, $7 billion corporation. Sit back and take that in. Do you know that the annual NFL, that right now that the, the, the NFL, <laughs> the NFL's annual revenue is 15 billion fucking dollars. And then by the year 2030, that the NFL revenue will be $30 billion. That's WWE is half the value of the NFL. The NFL has more players, more teams, represents a global net worth of people, but yet the WWE is half the value of its yearly net, come, net income. Think about that for a fucking minute. This is a television show that is generating as much as half the money of the MB of the NFL. The NBA net worth from 2018 to 2019, $8.7 billion. McMahon, $8.76 billion. McMahon is a billion, a billion and a half away from matching NF, uh, NBA generated income. The NHL net income is $4.4 billion. Oh, I'm going through all of them, ladies and gentlemen. Major League Baseball may be a harder one to go through. That's a big one. So I'm not going to touch that. But when you sit back and you process what I'm saying to you is billion dollars, seven billion, rough the estimate. So you have to ask yourself, what is the value of a professional wrestler? Because if there's only 76 wrestlers on the main roster, another 40 in NXT and maybe 60 or 70 more in developmental, that's not even 200 pieces of talent. 
But yet, these products, which these wrestlers are, that's why I argue, and I'll argue anyone down old school or new school. If you tell me that you gotta pay your dues and earn shit, I'ma tell you suck my whole dick. Because I can get, let me tell you something. I'm 5'11 and a half, borderline six feet. Put some wrestling boots on, I can say I'm six foot two. I'm 315 pounds, and if I burn down and shred all the way up, I can be 290 of pure shredded muscle. I literally the Brock Lesnar, Bobby Lashley look, which there's not a lot of that running into the WWE. I could become a celebrity and then say to Vince or Triple H, let's do business because the goal is to bring the casual eye back in. And I tell you, I can main event three or four or five WrestleManias in a row as long as I bring the Hollywood system with me to the forefront of the WWE. I can hold the I, I can get a hold of the WWE championship and hold it hostage for five fucking years, never dropping a title. As long as I represent the big world of Hollywood. Because that will bring billions of dollars more. Now I'm talking all of this because I want you guys to hold several things in perspectives net worths of major league of of the nfl nba nhl major league baseball we didn't do and this is for a scripted slash fake program television the brass ring is imaginary paying your dues is imaginary it's no different than boxers being told by their trainers don't fuck before boxing because before your boxing match because it's going to take away your power your power is your power, motherfucker. Nothing can take that away. Now I want you guys to think about something. I'm going to read off a list. And these are the reported, reported earnings of wrestlers in the WWE to date, active and non-active. And I'm going to start with the highest and work my way down. Brock Lesnar is the only one who's non-active, but Brock Lesnar. $12 million. John Cena, $8.5 million. Roman Reigns, $5 million. Randy Orton, $4.5 million. AJ Styles, $3.6 million. Seth Rollins, $3 million. Undertaker, $2.5. The Miz, $2.5. Kevin Owens, $2. Dolph Ziggler, $1.5. Ronda Rousey, $1.5. Becky Lynch, $1 million. Sheamus, $1 million. Jeff Hardy, $1 million. Bray Wyatt, $1 million. Jinder Mahal, $900,000. Big Show, $850. Samoa Joe, $800. Charlotte Fair, $550. Mine have gone up since. Nikki and Brie Bella. Nikki Bella, uh, no, excuse me. Uh, uh, Nikki Bella, three fifty. Alexis Bliss, three fifty. Mickey James, three hundred. Brie Bella, three hundred thousand. Natalia, three hundred. Sasha Banks, two fifty. Alleged. This is. I'm gonna say all allegedly though. I know this is fact. Facts. Oscar, two fifty. Dana Brooke, two fifty. Bailey, two fit two hundred. No, Dana Brooke, two hundred. Bailey, two hundred. Lana, two hundred. Naomi, one eighty. Carmella, one twenty. 
Nia Jax 100K maybe have went up since then. Sonya Deville 100, Mandy Rose 80, Ruby Riot 80, Tamina 80, Liv Morgan 80, and the numbers go on and on and on and on and on. 80 thousand dollars someone like Liv morgan morgan who's damn near on every smackdown that's all she's making before the days of COVID, you went from state to state and you traveled and you paid for your own hotel food car rental flights everything eighty thousand dollars a year i can't survive off of eighty thousand a year i can't survive off of 250,000 a year. 500K, I can be comfortable. But that's without the WWE schedule. These people were at one point were on the road 200 to almost 300 days a year, seeing their homes maybe once a week or once every two weeks, if that. So I ask you, what is the value of a professional wrestler? Now you go back and you start to think Ryback was right. I said Ryback was right. And of course, as much as I, I, I enjoy his commentary, Jim Cornette said, well, if everyone's pay equally, what's the point? The show is fake. And no, not everyone deserves an equal salary because some people will pull more out of an audience than they will. And some people will naturally create sales and some people know how to lobby for themselves. But there should be a base salary of $500,000. Or at least a minimum $350,000. At $350,000, let's just say that. We got $350,000 times 100 wrestlers that's 35 million dollars you telling me out of a seven billion dollar a year corporation 35 million dollars just for entry level once you've hit the uh, nxt raw or smackdown should not be should not be allowed or warranted we should be cool with this fucking way of treating people who are breaking their necks Damaging their body for a predetermined fake, hate me, fake sport, which I love and enjoy. And I will watch it until the day I die. I will interact with wrestling until the day I die. But I'm not going to lie to myself because I want to feel as if I'm a part of the fucking wrestling community about what I'm looking at on TV. The wrestlers, they took in another billion dollars this year with a deal with Peacock. And the WWE has a nerve to throw them $3,000 in fucking Wall Street stock incentive. The average wrestler in the WWE should be making $350,000 to $500,000 entry fucking level. And then... A rollover of a rollover of capita as you keep going on and on and on and on into the company. Natalia has been in the WWE for eleven years. You tell me, just off of staying power and being needed, when being used to need her just to keep certain other females afloat. You telling me 
that Natalia is not worth a minimum $1 million? You're telling me Bailey, whether she got renegotiated or not, I'm going at the numbers that are presented, is only worth $200,000 fucking dollars? you telling me Ruby Riot is only worth 80000 How crazy is that? How fucking crazy is that? Now, we don't know if that's the downside guarantee. We don't know if that includes their downside guarantee or if that's just what T-shirt sales and everything combined with them for the year. That changes the conversation. This is how the WWE financial system should 100% fucking work. Half, if the WWE has a $7 billion stable revenue stream, then half of what that $7 billion is should go to talent. Because without the Brock Lesnar, the John Cena, the Roman Reigns, Randy Orton, AJ Styles, and so on and so on and so on, without the the Ronda Rousey, the Becca, the Becky Lynches, the Charlotte Flairs, the Charlotte Flair, the Natalias, the Mandy Rose, the Tamina Snookers, and the Liv Morgans being in the company, and the Baileys and Sasha Banks, you don't have a fucking product. And you need them to be understanding of what the office needs of them. Oh, it's not character development, ladies and gentlemen, like you would think. Oh, it's not wrestling ability, like you would think. Are you marketed star power to sell t-shirts, toys, video games, and a weekly televised product? For those of you who uh, listen to music or no music, the WWE is like a record label ready to rob but the format of the wwe to me reminds me of a very famous music group i beefed with one of the people from this group so it's a great example to use and the group is called cnc music factory and there was no official members of cnc music factory they were a set of producers these two dudes and they were able to take talent out and put in as they need it so it didn't matter who was in the CNC Music Factory group. You can remove someone and put them in like a cog. It's a phenomenal formula. It works. It worked. And the WWE is the same system. Becky Lynch gets hurt and you put her in. You put Charlotte Flair in her place. Charlotte Flair gets hurt and you put Mandy Rose in her place. And then you let the fans choose if they want to consume them or not. But a $7 billion corporation should not be paying someone, whether I like her or not, like Nia Jax, just $100,000. Then you wonder why all the wrestlers moved down to Florida tax because of taxes. I'm surprised all the wrestlers are not living in Las Vegas where you don't have to pay taxes. Because that's what I would operate out of, Las Vegas, so I don't have to pay no taxes. But you are a $7 billion corporation and you're paying wrestlers pennies on the fucking dollar that hold up your show until you are able to get to the next fucking commercial break to make your company even more money.
These are the pieces. These are the talent. I'm going to say it the correct way. These are the pieces of product that you are signing, that you're locking down like employees when they're technically partners of your company. And you're taking away their right to stream on Twitch. You're taking away their right to stream on YouTube. You're taking away their rights to do, do cameo visits. You're taking away all of their rights to even get sponsorships with soda companies and toy companies and clothing lines. You're taking away everything from them and throwing them a measly $80,000, depending on where they're at on the roster, or a little 300,000 or 4.5 million here, but you're stopping them from making money everywhere else in the world because you don't, wanna, you don't want them to realize that the shit you selling is an imaginary brass fucking ring. Because they tell you, you got to pay your boot dues. You got coons like Booker T and that overweight fat motherfucker Mark Henry sitting up there saying, yeah, you got to pay. Fuck your dues. I could show up looking like a million fucking dollars. Bring half of Hollywood with, with me. I will main event WrestleMania after WrestleMania. And I can hold the WWE Championship and Universal Championships hostage. And guess what dues I would have paid? Nothing. It's the only business where in the 80s, allegedly, someone could stick a finger up your ass and you could become the world fucking champion. Allegedly. But a, but a $7 billion corporation is paying a wrestler that I see every week $80,000 and they still have to pay. You know how much airplane tickets cost? Rental cars cost? Food costs? And they have to pay for that all out of their pocket. And then we get mad at people like Brock Lesnar, who's smartened up and said, I need $125,000 in appearance. I need, need $450,000 per pay-per-view. I'm going to end up with a back surgery, four knee surgeries, fused bones in my neck. Look at what Edge, look what happened to Edge. Look what happened to Steve Austin. Steve Austin got his neck broke in the middle of the ring. I bet you 10 bucks he wasn't making a million dollars a year yet. What if he never walked again? Or let's talk about someone like Darren Drosnoff, Drosnoff who got a running power bomb, got his neck fucking broken, and now he's blowing into a fucking straw to move his wheelchair around. And you're telling me he's not worth an entry-level $450,000 like the NFL does with its players? They're risking their lives to sell 10 aluminum championship belts to belt collectors. Nothing wrong with it. Cups, socks, T-shirts, and this, that, and the other. $7 billion dollars. And you can't pay a wrestler a minimum of four hundred and fifty thousand, five hundred and fifty thousand. That's not even forty million dollars to pay the whole salary of every wrestler. At seven billion dollars, they should be making half. Remember when the when when they went on to Major League Baseball and all of these guys went on strike? Not Major League when when all these uh, sports leagues went on strike. Because these corporations were taking in billions of dollars in revenue, revenue and everything. And the players finally found out what they were worth. 
And now they have to give them half the value of what the NBA or NFL and NHL and Major League Baseball is worth. And maybe the WWE needs to fight for the same fucking thing. Not the WWE, the wrestlers need to fight for the same thing. They should fight for half the value of the company as their salaries. And they, and they don't know how to do this. And maybe they're scared because they're told they're employees. But when you look at a WWE contract and you look in the fine details, you are a partner. You are in partnership with World Wrestling Entertainment. Let's call it what it's really called, and they can shut down my episode. You've they've tried before. Titan Sports. You are you are literally, you are literally a partner with Titan Sports, aka World Wrestling Entertainment. So if the World Wrestling Entertainment signed me tomorrow, it would be World Wrestling Entertainment in partnership with, in partnership with Dietrich Davis Entertainment or Dietrich Davis Incorporated or Dietrich Davis LLC. And then if you're smart, you go down to Florida or you move down to Las Vegas and you get your tax bracket cut down to zero so you can get all of your monies. This is why all the boxers and UFC fighters all live in, live in Texas, or, excuse me, all live in um, either Florida or they live in Las Vegas because there's no tax bracket. But how does a person travel the whole United States and the world on their dollar only making $100,000 a year like Liv Morgan and Tamina and Ruby Riot and Mandy Rose? Or Nia Jax, The Rock's own niece, $100,000? Then you wonder why some of these wrestlers are roommates with each other as they travel across the United States. It's a complete robbery. But they're willing to sign the contract because Vince McMahon has mastered the art of selling vanity. And he's not selling his vanity, he's selling your vanity. And he's getting them at the lowest common denominator. So if you offer me $1 million, I'm going to ask you for $5 million because what makes you comfortable enough to sit back and say, hey, Dietrich, we're going to offer you $1.1 million, no incentives, this, that, and you have a blah, 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 but you can make all the money you want, pal. And I'm going to say to you, well, obviously you know what I'm worth if you're offering me the least. Now, they may not fuck with me or they may fuck with me. But I know a lot of people who would who would sign a low-end deal. You know how we know what's happening? Because they're signing you an opportunity. When you join the NFL and you sign for opportunity, guess what the lowest about your opportunity is? You guessed it, $450,000. When you join the NBA and you join in and you come in and you sign your opportunity, you know what that is? $400,000 or $550,000. Join the WWE, your opportunity is $80,000. You better off becoming a, man, a general manager at Starbucks and making more money with less travel and less, and, and less damage to your body. We want to learn. Let's see something, ladies and gentlemen. Let's, let's, really, let's really, 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 really learn something. What's the least 
Hold on for a sec. Excuse me. What is the least? The NBA can pay a player. Oh, excuse me. I'm wrong. It has changed. I haven't said. If you have zero years of experience, the minimum the NBA can pay you is $898,000. So let's just take 70 wrestlers at minimum, making the minimum wage in WWE with that number. Times, let's put 900K. That's $63 million. That's nothing. You haven't even hit the $100 million marker in salary until the big contracts come in. So you telling me you can't take $63 million and pay 70 wrestlers a minimum of $800,000? Now I'm changing my opinion. It should be $900,000 entry-level WWE. It's, I may sound very aggressive on this, um, on this episode, but let me tell you something, what I believe in. I'll, play, I'll gamble with my life, but I will not gamble with my money. And I got a term that a lot of my friends who know me know, you're going to pay me what I'm worth. Oh, I may love it. Oh, I may be willing to do it for free, but you're going to give me my worth and more. And anybody who's around me know I believe in the get money cause. Anybody got to get paid. Everybody got to get paid around me. If we're going to make some money, we're all going to get paid. No if, no ands, no buts. And then you wonder why everybody is fucking unhappy. They're lucky I'm not in that company at this moment in time. I will get everybody to lay down. To, uh, every match would be 30 seconds. At, I would ruin WrestleMania. I would say everybody lay down. Oh, I would Jeff Jarrett the fuck out of that whole scenario. I would have got every match, lay down, teach them a lesson. So they know how to treat the value of every wrestler. You're playing with human beings' physical abilities. So you want to pay your dues when guys can walk in and get anything off the dollar? Paying your dues, that statement in sports is only a sense of control. You want someone to put together a ring, go hire the what you call it, go hire a ring crew. Why would you sacrifice the physical being of a talent of hurting themselves putting together the ring when they need to go put that together? The 80s is over. The 90s is over. It was all a sense of control. Fuck the imaginary brass ring. You want me to be WWE champion? Pay me more. You want me to drop the WWE championship? Cut the check. You want me to win the Intercontinental Championship? Cut the check. The more value you're saying that I am for your television audience is the more value you should give me in my fucking pocket. Well, pal, I'm giving you an opportunity. No, nigga, I gave you the opportunity to hire me. 
I gave you the opportunity to sign me. I gave you the opportunity to market me and exploit me. I gave you the opportunity to give me the main event of WrestleMania. That's how this business should work. And until all of those wrestlers become fearless enough to stand together and fight for what their financial right is, they will always be fucked over and shitted on. And they will be able to, and, and if anyone believes that paying your dues is real, I got a bridge for sale. Brooklyn Bridge, I've owned it all my life. I'll let it go for a little bit of money. If you really want to make it in the bit, you know why there's people who make it in the business of professional wrestling? or the business of entertainment in, ger in general, because they do not go for the brass ring. Brock, everybody take cues from Brock Lesnar. He learned Vince Brass Ring was imaginary. What am I worth commercial break to commercial break? What am I worth in merchandise? What am I worth in toys? What am I worth on, video, on the video game market? How many times was my character downloaded? Hey Vince, I need more money for this next video game. Well, why do you need more money for the next video game? Because I just spoke to T. Uh, um, I just spoke to Two K Games, and looking at the online matches, uh, I have over six hundred and I got over six point seven million plays with my character on online matches. But John Cena only has twenty thousand, only two hundred thousand, uh, uh, 1.2 million plays on online matches. I think I deserve the cover of the next game. Oh, and I want to be paid for that next cover. These wrestlers need to start licensing their intellectual properties as they go into these companies. Trademark your name, license your, um, trademark your image. You are the intellectual property. And you must protect that. I beat you guys ears off long enough with this. You get the point of what I'm trying to say. You understand what I mean. You get it. I'm now changing what I feel. Not $350, $900,000 is what each wrestler is worth at entry level because zero years of experience for salary, minimum salaries for the NBA for 2020 to 2021 is $898,000. That's for a fucking bench rider. You got to be fucking kidding me. <laughs> Let me look up minimum salaries for NHL. I need to know. All right, this is giving me too much to look at. But you guys get my point. You understand what I mean. It's time for a major change financially in that company. $7 billion, I think $3 billion should go into WWE talent salaries. Straight up. Straight up. I thank you so much for listening to this episode of Wrestlers with Experience. My name is Dietrich Davis, and I go by many other names, but today I'm just Dietrich Davis. 
Oh, I'm the watcher of professional wrestling. You're going you're gonna to hear my voice and see my face when it comes to commentary on this business. I feel things need to be straightened out in that bit, in that company. And they should value the people who are killing themselves week in and week out. Plain and simple. I'm out. Enjoy yourselves. Let's, let's, let's begin to, let's hope that WrestleMania season becomes everything we love and we want. And let's get wrestlers paid. Thank you.